but still enough manpower over Earth's side to protect the house. And protecting our home there was an absolute necessity, especially now that Iris and Bruce were back from their honeymoon and Iris was pregnant. Trenneth looked tired, and for the first time I noticed a few tiny age lines around his eyes. Elves seldom showed their age. Time passed for them differently, leaving them untouched and unperturbed and most exhibited a patience that defied understanding. Unlike some of the more volatile denizens of other world, that elfin quality seemed to grow with the centuries. Standing medium height, Treneth was thin but not gaunt, was elegant to a fault, and carried himself with a regal air. Decorum incarnate, his manner wasn't a facade, as it was with some members of the royal courts. Welcome back to Elkin Eve, girls. He sounded rushed, and kept glancing back at the carriages behind him. Treneth, Delilah apparently had forgiven him for letting us stand out in the cold. She stepped forward to give him a hug. Treneth blushed lightly, awkwardly returning the embrace. Delilah, blessings to you and your house. He turned to Camille and held out his hands. And you, my lady, How are you doing? A look of concern washed over his face as she took them and pressed them to her heart for a moment before letting go. Are you... His words slipped away. Camille ducked her head. It's going to take a while, but I'm making progress. I don't think I'll ever be the same. You can't be, not after something like that. But it helps that Haito is dead and that I saw him die... Her smile turned to ice. Camille had become harsher since her ordeal, darker in nature, but it seemed to suit the transitions through which she was going. Camille's right, I said quietly. What she went through with Haito, what I went through with Dredge, traumas like that change you forever. But it doesn't mean you can't find happiness or grow stronger than before. Life had a way of forcing you to either take charge or knuckle under, and neither my sisters nor I were the knuckling kind. Treneth nodded. And the two of you have gone above and beyond what I'd expect of anybody under the circumstances. Now come, please, we have much to discuss. Events are transpiring that you must know about, and although spring is on the way, the night is still cold and the carriages are waiting for us and quick as a cat, we were tucked into the carriages with blankets spread over our laps and heading toward the castle of Queen Asteria. Elkineve was a city of cobblestoned streets that wound through beautiful gardens, surrounding low-rising houses. Windows glimmered, illuminated by the soft glow of lanterns. The town was simultaneously elegant and cozy, and while I appreciated its beauty, it felt too gentle for me, though perhaps gentle wasn't the right word. Elves weren't gentle. They could be dangerous and terrifying when roused. No, perhaps the word I was looking for was subtle. The elfin race wasn't known for being in your face, and that's exactly the type of person I was. I hadn't always been like this, take no prisoners, my way or the highway. I'd been a loner when I was younger, 
and only in the past twelve or thirteen Earthside years had I turned into the fury that I could become. When I'd become a vampire, I'd come out of my shell. Once I managed to climb back into my mind. Sanity had been sporadic for the first year. I didn't remember much from that year, and it had taken the Otherworld Intelligence Agency a lot of patience and training to teach me how to function in society, and not turn into the monster Dredge had planned for me to become. I glanced over at Camille. She seemed lost in thought, gazing out the window, leaning her head against the side of the carriage. Trillian sat next to her, holding her hand, stroking it lightly with one finger. The jet black of his skin glowed against her pale cream, and for a moment I thought I saw a swirl of silver race from his fingers to hers. Chase sat next to me.